Welcome to The Real Spiel with Ryan and Kurt. Uh, let's talk about where we are in this commodity price rally. Summerhaven has published commodities and inflation research with data going back over 120 years. And in that time, there have been five periods where commodity prices have rallied for roughly a decade at a time. Uh, investors sometimes refer to these commodity price, uh, uh, prolonged commodity price rallies as super cycles. Uh, as we know, commodity prices have rallied over 70% since their pandemic lows in 2020. Uh, Kurt, are we in the early innings of the next commodity super cycle? Hey, Ryan. Uh, you know, I think it's too early to know. Um, but what we're, what we have seen in the last two years totally fits the pattern. So as you said, um, you know, we've looked at data exchange traded futures prices going back to 1900. Um, I think the term super cycle is, is often used in the media um, or by Wall Street research firms, but it tends to not be very well defined. Um, what we looked for were patterns of multi-year, uh, you know, persistent uh, um, periods of price appreciation in, in commodity prices. Um, and we're able to find five of those. Uh, one was 1900, another was 1914, 1941, at the onset of the uh, World War II. We saw 1971, famously, you know, the 70s stagflation story. There was another cycle starting in 1999, uh, kind of towards the tail end of the uh, internet technology boom and the NASDAQ. And then the question is, did some did a cycle start in 2021, um, you know, going back a couple of years? One of the things that I would share is that each of the five specific commodity you know, super cycles, if you will, that we identified was preceded by a significant drawdown in commodity prices uh, in, in the few years prior. Um, and those kind of peak drawdowns in prices, that weak periods of, of commodity prices, tended to be down 30 to down 50%. The one preceding 2021, down 51%. I, we think that's an important setup for a commodity super cycle because it's usually preceded by this period, a prolonged period of low prices, weak um, uh, uh, demand, and the producers, the mining companies, the energy companies, agricultural firs are really playing de playing defense they 're not expanding uh, capital expenditures um, they 're not opening new mines, doing new exploration they 're playing defense, and they 're trying to survive this cycle of lower prices. But that means when things revert and they come back um, there is a lag for supply to be able to meet this new demand. And so you're persistently undersupplied. You know, as you're increasing supply demand, it's going up equally as fast. And the only thing that can give when that happens is prices. So we have seen that peak drawdown prior to 21. It's very similar to what we've seen in the past. Um, and we certainly have seen a you know, significant rally in commodities over the last two years when every other asset class you know, was challenged uh, since 21. Yeah, absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about stocks and bonds and how they do during these super cycles? Sure. So I mentioned the 
kind of five starting points for these cycles. And they range from seven to 11 years, an average of a little more than nine years in length. Um, first, let me just mention the returns to commodities. So adjusted for inflation. So these are risk premium or excess returns after you account for inflation. They range from a low of 12% to a high of 20% per annum throughout the entire cycle. The average for commodities, um, actually, no, I take that back. The 1914 cycle uh, was shorter, but actually had 31% per year price appreciation after inflation in commodities. The average over these five uh, was about 20% per year. So very significant. The average return to stocks was about 3.5% per year above inflation. The average returns for bonds, interestingly, was even negative. It was about minus 0.2, so close to zero. Essentially, you're not getting compensated. You're, um, these periods are very coincident with inflation, and inflation tends to be a very challenging environment for stocks and a very painful environment for bonds as interest rates are typically going higher and higher. Um, so I think stocks and bonds are really not a great place to hide should we be entering into a prolonged uh, super cycle. Sure. And, and most investors' assets are invested heavily in some sort of equities or fixed income. Um, if we are in the early stages of a commodity super cycle, you're saying the evidence seems to suggest that those asset classes are going to underperform for several years. Uh, Summerhaven is an institutional commodity manager. Are you seeing you know more interest from institutions at this point? We are. Actually, just in the last you know three months or so, um, we're having or just uh, you know, reverse inquiry where people are that are familiar with us are just reaching out and saying, this is on our, our plate now. We have to deal with this. Um, and we've also been proactively reaching out to people, trying to spread our message and our research. And that's led to a number of meetings just very recently. Remember, we, you know, we, we finished 22. So people are kind of locking in their annual returns and they're seeing pain across the spectrum. You know, for two years, if you look at the average returns to equities or bonds or even things like real estate measured through REITs uh, or even gold, it's, there's been a, a, it's been very difficult to find a, a performing diversifying asset and commodities have been that. Um, so I think interest has, has grown rapidly. I still think the asset class is very underrepresented, though, in portfolios. So I think if this is the beginning of a commodity super cycle, I think it will be the beginning of um, a significantly growing portion of commodities in investor portfolios. And that's just beginning now. Any topics you'd like uh, to hear us discuss, please reach out to us at the real spiel at USCFinvestments.com. Thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week.